You're listening to Podhaven. Okay, I'm recording now, but before we start, I've got to show you real Kiwi hours. Real Kiwi hours. Mm. Alright. Oh, goodness gracious. It's real Kiwi hours. <gasps> it is currently real Kiwi hours. Oh my goodness. Well, I, um... I love Kiwis so much. Oh shit, you know what is is up next on my recommended? What? A real Isopod Hours memes compilation 2018 video. Oh. My one's amazing! Exclamation oh my mark. god, Elodie! Huh? <laughs> the music that's playing on this Isopod thing is is the is the Halo 3 music. Oh, oh. <laughs> I wanna watch this. Okay. Uh, oh, I it, found it, I found it, I yes. found it. Oh yeah, yeah, that sure is Halo Three. <laughs> it's fucking great. <laughs> that's the that's the Halo Three credits music. Yep. Okay, let's get going then. Let's start the podcast, shall we? I'm just gonna have this on in the background. Um, put kiwis in. Now's the time. Obviously, we didn't release an episode last fortnightly Sunday occasion. Um, yeah. This obviously was because of the war. Yeah. The war has taken its toll. Mm, uh, yeah, we, we, we're all we're Actually all reached its peak on a fortnightly Sunday occasion. Yeah, yeah, like when the episode should have been released, that was exactly an hour since uh, the moon became atrophied, Mr. Happy in space. Mm. Yeah. Um, and that was also when we fought on the moon. Um, we fought on the moon as you would. Yeah, we fought on the moon um, against the Pengus Void's forces. Mm. And we all um, had those, like, cool ass fucking fishbowl space helmets on. Yeah, and like Tracer was there, and the Iron Giant was there, and, and Tracer's everyone... ass was there. Yeah, Trace Tracer's um, Tracer's dick was carrying loot boxes. Yeah, um, it was great. That's the moon, um, isn't it? Yeah, we were on the moon, and that was all happening. And we fought all of the clowns that were now wet clowns. Wet clowns from the sea. Yeah, mm. we thought we'd disposed of them. Apparently, that's not the safest way to dispose of clowns. They just come back out. Yeah, those yeah. damn soggy, funny men. Some of them can swim, turns out. I thought they were made of lead. Mm. thought they would just sink. Yeah, that's the Clown Quartic Division. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> you okay? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm having to... I'm having to, like, break my, um... My usual professionalism, just to tell you that that was the worst. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there was a whole war that happened on the moon. Yeah, mm. yeah we had and, a war uh, on the moon. Obviously, we're back now. Mm. Yeah, like we 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 routed the forces of the Pengus Void. I knocked my pop filter over just then. Yeah. Um, oh no! How are you? How are you? How are you gonna? How are you gonna filter 
the pops and their uh, chocolatey goodness. <laughs> it was really sad when um, uh, General Werther's not that one died. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. Yeah. When, I mean, um, it's, every cloud has a silver lining. At least this should mitigate some of the confusion, unless a third general Werther's arises. Yeah. Um, I mean that that guy, I don't remember his name, but there was that guy who called in on one of the really early episodes of the podcast. Oh yeah, to, I remember to, that one. To, yeah, to tell oh, us yeah. um, to tell us he liked it. Mm. Yeah, and that, and then, that person who was just really supportive and really like enjoyed our content and wanted us to know that we were doing a good job. So they're yeah. dead now. Yeah, they're yeah. dead now. Yeah, I don't. Um, re- I don't remember their name. I know they were from somewhere in England specific, but I don't remember exactly where. Uh, Grummy um, Bones did a sorcery. Mm. Yeah, Gr- Grummy Bones sure sure did. Um, we met Grummy Bones' son. Oh yeah, uh, Malcolm Bones, who oh, it turns yeah. out um, was actually like Malcolm Salisbury was Malcolm Bones the whole time, and it was like a big reveal that we had. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah that was the um, that was the the plot twist cliffhanger of one of the episodes of The War. I must have not been there for that bit. I, I was yeah. predominantly with Nigel Soundsbury, his brother. Yeah, uh, Netflix yeah. has been skipping episodes lately, so you might skip that episode of the War, of the but, of the yeah. Indie Haven podcast Moon War. Arc. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. No, it turned out that um, Nigel was real upset because he always thought that Malcolm was his actual brother. It turned yeah. It turns out those memories were just implanted in his head. Yeah, we and found his that entire history show, up we? to this point has been a lie. Yeah, and it's it's yeah. really fucked with him. I've got a, on an existential level. I've I kind of like. I don't know if he's going to be all right. I haven't seen him in a uh, a while now. I'm a little worried. Like, oh, it, it was amazing when Crobius, who wasn't you, appeared when you weren't. Yeah. There. I, I, yeah. I left for a bit, but I'm told that Crobius appeared and did some crow-based things that really yeah, helped um, out and he should be thanked for a lot and given yeah, money. It was really cool when, it, when Granny Pengus was riding on all of those crows, yeah, yeah. Uh, that that she'd stolen, and then Crobius appeared and all the crows were like, oh, it's our best friend Crobius, and they all left Granny yeah, Pengus and she fell down. And we all yeah. laughed because we all she laughed. Fell down. Yeah. It was Next really interesting. Next to Paul Blart Mallcop, uh, who yeah. was there for some reason. Yeah, Paul Blart okay. Mallcop, who we revealed was actually. Um... Well, we took the mask off of Granny Pengus, and it was Paul Blart Mallcop the entire time. Yeah, and, and he then... would have gotten away with it if it weren't for us meddling kids and our dumb dog. <laughs> uh, and then Brian Blessed was there also. Yeah, and he wanted uh, more turkey. Yeah. Um. And then the real Granny Pengus appeared, and... Yeah, the uh, one from Folklore, who the, the costume was based on. Mm-hmm. The, the, who was the one we had met before? Um, yeah, I guess Paul Blartmall Cop just wanted to insert himself into... I mean, he, like, he, he appeared for like a very small bit last week, where he just kind of went into the distance on a segue. Yeah. Um, uh, but I guess we he were... expected a bigger role to spring from that, and when it didn't, he just decided that he was going to replace Granny Pengus. 
Yeah, but but the the main the main impact that had was when Granny Pengus, um, the real one, appeared behind Big Ron and shot him with a gun. Um, it was but, a really emotional moment. Yeah, but we we all thought that Big Ron had died. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it turned out that one of his crab friends was actually on his back protecting him, and the crab had died instead, and it was all sad because the crab died protecting Big Ron. Crab sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And then we killed all those Skaven again. Uh huh. Yeah, and I recall them not being as happy about it as you would have hoped. I mean, I feel like mm-hmm. they co- you should know you're the villain if you're like a, a rat who just talks about being a rat and having revenge. There was that whole bit where they had the romantic subplot between Astrid and Ahatsune Miku, which was a bit weird, but... um, Yeah, no, that Yeah, that came a bit out of nowhere. It seemed a bit shoehorned in. Yeah, like, I I, I admittedly did, like, the, um, the, like, commentary that was there on um, having a relationship with um, a, a character that is only ever a hologram or on a pillow. Mm. Mm. It was very Black Mirror. Uh, yeah. Well, the pillow is full of technology. What if yeah. Miku but too much? What if Hatsune Miku but too much? Yeah. Um, there was... I remember I remember that, um... The, the guy from you know I Dang really enjoyed Rob- the um oh. I really enjoyed okay. the the special the uh, where they sort of explained a lot of what happened here I think it was called the 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 Indie Haven podcast podcast yeah that that um, was cool where um it was funny how they got Quentin Tarantino on yeah and I how it was honest, entirely hosted by the McElroy brothers yeah it was. The McElroy brothers and Quentin Tarantino sat in a room. No, 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 you said it wrong. It's the McElroy brothers. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, the the McElroy brothers. um, Quentin Tarantino. No, 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 no. It's the McElroy brothers. The McElroy brothers and Quentin Tarantino (laughs) sat in a room and they didn't know what they were doing. We'd locked the door, they didn't actually know anything about it. I'm not sure the microphones were turned on, to be honest. Shit, guys! Guys, a big gaming event happened! Oh. What? What? GDC! GDC happened, everybody! Welcome to the Indie Heaven Podcast, me, Elodie Cunningham, your host. We have to introduce ourselves. Yeah, because it's important. We need to talk about this big thing. That whole section never really came to a head, then. We, We're we sort of won- abandoning that now. No, we, we won the war. We yeah, won the we won war. Yeah. We won decisive, the war off screen. Decisive stroke by um, that guy who I can't remember his name right now from Danganronpa 2. Who's, yeah. yeah. Oh, Gundam well, Tanaka from Danganronpa yeah. 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah he had yeah, a hamster yeah, yeah, yeah. one. We're moving, uh, you know, we're moving directly, like, uh, like uh, week, two weeks later after the war, and we're going to find out how we won the war in flashbacks periodically throughout the rest of the episode. Yeah, hmm. it's like films. Yeah, it's like films. Yeah, it's just like films. Yeah, uh, but you haven't said your names yet. I said I'm uh, Astro Johnson. Host. I'm the Indie Haven Josh Rivers podcast. Hello, Josh Rivers, wider than a mile. I'm crossing him in style today. I I'm not. Just so you know. 
I mean, it wouldn't matter if you were. No, just, I mean, it'd be uncomfortable. To be honest. So GDC. Yes, GDC. <laughs> Fuck everything about this. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, George. GDC. 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 GDC was an event that happened with the video games at it. Excellent. Good dick company. General Next Dental topic. Council. what things happened at gdc that you want to talk about a bunch of things that i know already and i'm Mm -hmm. not having to stall to find you've really you've really researched this quite well it seems in the time we had before the episode to sort this out gordon does colanders does he Astrid. I think we need a vamp for time, yeah. Melody. I know a thing that happened at GDC that yeah. will also shorten the, the docket. Uh, uh, Exciting uh. times. So, at GDC, and I think this is a very cool and important discussion to have, at GDC, there was a, a, a developer roundtable panel about mm-hmm. the recent movement that has popped up called... Um, via the hashtag on Twitter, Game Workers Unite. Mm-hmm. Mm. Now, have either of you heard about this? I have not been looking at the internet at all for okay, so self-preservation reasons. Um, I'll give you a little story. This is a fun aside. Mm, I've been yeah. so out of the loop that I managed to miss that my half of my village that I live in was cordoned off because the policeman who was in hospital from the nerve agent stuff that oh. happened in Salisbury um, is my mom's friend's husband and lived down the road and they like closed off half the village to look for contaminants and stuff. Shit! Uh, and I also managed to, because we would people in my family were just talking about the guy, I kind of missed the whole it happening in Salisbury thing. So I went to Salisbury the, the other day and I was like, I'm going to go sit by the river. And then I walked up and there was a bunch of police and I was very scared. Um, so that mm-hmm. kind of tells you the level of on it that I have been. Well, have no fear because I'm going to educate you about what's ha- been happening in the video game lands. Because I had nothing better to do. So at GDC, there was a games developer roundtable panel discussion thing mm-hmm. about unionizing workers in the games industry. Because there's this big movement that's popped up at GDC called Hashtag Game Workers Unite. Yes. And quite frankly, it's about fucking time the people are getting... The, the games industry or getting the games industry to think about un- unions and unionization so on and well, so forth I think part of it is that games have kind of only recently been like accepted as an actual proper industry and not something really frivolous mm. Mm. and I think now even within it being an actual proper industry like you know a lot of the industry execs just like treat it as this like frivolous little thing, because as far as they're concerned, it's just a way to make money. You know, like so. 
even I mean, as it's grown, like there's there's not it's not really garnered as much respect because there's just not been quite I as mean, many people quite as prominently who are in even interested in garnering it seemingly. Yeah. I mean a lot of people who are like at the executive level are executives of all kinds of different things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like um Donald Trump's brother is one of the <laughs> board of Zenimax. <laughs> and somehow I just don't think that um Donald Trump's brother cares over much about Skyrim re-releases. You know, yeah. I I am struggling to find that feasible myself. I'm not going to lie, Elodie. Uh, I'm pretty sure I, I'm pretty sure I can get Skyrim on my. Uh, I can get Skyrim on my fucking like what? What's the little things you get? The little things you used to get, and they were little creatures. And if you left them alone, you die. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I can get Skyrim on my fucking Tamagotchi at this point. I wonder if you can put Doom on a Tamagotchi. Oh, you probably can. I know, you can put it on a calculator, so you probably can. But... Oh yeah, for sure. You can bring Doom upon a Tamagotchi. That made me sad, Josh. Well, I make I regret nothing. I could probably play Skyrim on a Dr. Pepper bottle at this point. You'd better. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, like, I don't know why I was saying so aggressive. I can, okay. I can actually load Skyrim onto my own piss and play yeah. it on my piss. Yeah, that's, that's actually the, still um, a more reliable storefront than Steam. It's yeah. actually the um, the optimal um, hardware configuration yeah. for that game. Okay, so one thing I'm finding real funny here is <laughs> that we we were like, oh, we we got to get this one knocked out in a short amount of time. And we're talking about this. playing Skyrim on piss. Oh, we got to yeah. get it done. Like, but the <laughs> fucking around is very much implicit in the getting it done. Like, this yeah, is the exactly. content for all intent. This is the merch. This is this why is we product. have an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's slightly hell. more on topic. I do agree with the sentiment that it is about time. I mean, personally, I'm just like, hopefully, this means we can stop taking it out on the voice actors now. Yes, yeah. and people, you know, people in the other parts of the um, games industry can stop having a go at voice actors for unionizing because yeah. they're not. Because that's a really weird way of a weird way of going about it is to mm. see someone else in the industry unionising and to say, how come we can't be unionised? And then not and, make the step to actually do and it. Instead <laughs> yeah. moan, instead, instead moan at them for unionising at all. Yeah. Um, I remember talking to Doug Cockle about this, the voice of uh, Geralt from The Witcher. Mm-hmm. Um, because, Storms howling. Know, yes, that. Um, that, that, that man there, the, the one who sounds like that, um, and uh, he support he he because he's based in the UK. He wasn't a member of SAG-AFTRA, so he didn't take part in the strikes. But he did support them, and a big part of what he was talking about was, um, especially regarding all the criticism that SAG-AFTRA was were receiving from the rest of the industry, was well, why don't the rest of the industry unionise then? And that was that was a few <laughs> months ago now. So it's nice to see that yeah. it's happening. Like, that is weird, though, because it's kind of like, well, I don't know, why are you asking the people who did? Yeah. You know, we've made that leap of logic. Yeah, no, it just seems weird. Like, it's... In a lot of cases, the reason why... The reasons why people don't, um... 
don't like support unionization is kind of a fuck you got mine attitude. Mm. But mm. in this case, it's it's not that. It's more like fuck you. I haven't got mine, so you shouldn't have it either. Even it's though I could, like... I could be getting mine, but I won't. <laughs> it's almost like they've interpreted it as the voice actors saying that they're better than everyone else. Uh, or they are stealing then, the they're stealing then, the union. That's not what they're them. saying. There's only one. There can be only one. Yep. There is only one union at any one time, and you, you must fight to the death to get the union membership. Yeah, yeah la- last year's union was um was actually in the uh, cod fishing union. Mm. That was the o- that yeah. was the only one we could have last year. Next year's union's actually going to be decided by three-on-three basketball. Yeah. So I hear. I mean, they're holding the preliminary rounds right now. It's right sounding now. like basketball is actually kind of looking like the the clear winner for which union. Will <laughs> as, as you'd expect. Yeah, the basketball union. I mean, they were the ones who lobbied oh. most to have basketball be the selection mm. process. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly little resistance... Uh, I've got to be honest. I was expecting to, you know, more of a stink to be kicked up about that, but people now seem see, fine with it. Now, I mean, see, I'm not sure what basketball's got to do with yeah. video games, but they seem adamant yeah. that they need to be represented in, now, see, in those circles. Now, see, listeners at home, you may be thinking to yourself, "Oh, so this is why not many people in the United States of America are parts of unions." That would make more sense than what is actually the case, which is more often than not. But the unions are communism. Oh, damn commies. Oh, that's gross. But my freedom market capitalism times, there's no unions there. There's no unions in Hamburger. Exactly. I, I tried, I blanked on every American thing. For a There's no union. There, there. there are no unions in the un- <laughs> There are no unions in the unite. Oh. <laughs> I like how we both went <laughs> for a fanfare, but not the same one. <laughs> a slightly different kind of fanfare. Yeah. Josh Elady. Ah, Yeah, yeah. Fuck I have that absolutely up. no idea if that is in the episode yet. No, that that's that that's most assuredly um, not. No. Oh, that's in our aborted um, alternate universe. You're one not that no supposed one will ever to hear. say that. Oh, you fucked it. You fucked it. You gave away the illusion. The yeah. illusion. Mysterio's going to be so angry now. I mean, he's always angry with me. So yeah, unionization. It's a good and thing. It's glad good that it's finally and, happening. And it's. But, you know, but, it took it took but, long enough, but it's happening, and you know, but, it's one less cyclical but, but, conversation but, that's going to take Astrid place. And Josh and Astrid, Josh and Astrid, yeah. Now, if we could just uh, sort out that thing between uh, games media and YouTubers, uh, we'll be golden. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean that too, but also Josh and Astrid, don't you know? Don't you know that um, it's more important that uh, billionaires have the freedom to make it so that I cannot earn any money. Um, because that's their freedom, uh, rather than me having the right to be able to survive. It's more important to have, that billionaires have. You know that what? I had instead. completely forgotten about that, but mm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Let's all just 
jump in a fire. <laughs> Let's just all kill ourselves. Um, yeah. <laughs> that that self-immolation gag doing anything for you? Oh, yeah. I gag myself while I'm self-immolating, so... Elodie. I mean, that seems excessive. Elodie. It's the only way I can finish. <laughs> I mean, we all knew that's where it was going. So, uh, Josh! And I, I like to Josh. think I could have stopped it. No, you've got to brag. No, no, brag. I, don't, I don't want to anymore. you got to brag, you got to brag, Astra. I mean... If you're in the UK, oh, I see what you did. Uh, if you're yeah. in the United, if you're in the United Kingdom, um, you should uh, go get yourself a copy of this month's Game Master magazine, Games Master magazine. Oh fuck! Um, because uh, I'm in it. Giles Mister. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm in the magazine that got me into the idea of games journalism. So. Oh, that's that's nice. It's got it's got Fucking... a picture of it's got a picture of the Zelda shield in it. Yeah, I talk about video game dungeons, how to some make them. Some of them are some of them are indie ones. Some of them are um, Zelda ones. But mm. you don't talk about the new Zelda because it don't have them. They didn't bother really to do them. They just put some aperture science rooms in and called it a day. It's fine. Are you it's fine. are you by any chance editorialising someone else's self promotion? Maybe I just kind of whenever I see an opportunity to vaguely complain about Breath of the Wild, I'll take it. So because you, know. you 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 just long for pain, apparently. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, the thing that I'm talking about. <laughs> yes, do carry on, please. I. Josh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I genuinely didn't mean to sound as sarcastic as I did. Just no, no, it's okay. <laughs> tell us apologize. about tell us about your complex warframe thoughts. Oh fuck, with already. Yeah. All right. That's okay. Fair enough. I'm noticing that we don't really end segments so much as abandon them. Yeah, that that's just how we, that's just how we fucking roll, Josh. Should I mean, how we fucking we get do the, this. We get to the point where we're like, this is a fucking travesty. We need to do the next thing and hope it doesn't go as badly as this. Yeah, well, you know, you know Welcome those, one you know all those funny attention deficit hour. Yeah, you know all those funny, um, all those funny British um, like panel shows, right? Yes. Like it looks like it's all efficient and well cut together, but really they just keep making jokes until they realise that they just like become like vague dying facsimiles of themselves and then they move on to the next topic and it's just edited nicely and that's what it's going to happen well, yeah, here. Yeah, but even then you've got a period of Dara O'Brien shouting. I know, but I that's mean, because Dara that's To at least indicate I mean, a transition. That's that's kind of... That's been passed into law recently that any TV programme has to have at least 30 seconds of Dara O'Brien shouting. Well, you know what? I'm okay Why can't that? we have thirty seconds of Dara O'Brien shouting? You know what? Just because of that, I might, I might have to renew my TV license because I want to, <laughs> I want to be partially responsible for that. All right. So you were prompting me to talk about Warframe. Yes. Uh, you no, have first thoughts, of all, first of all, I got, I've got to take us on another time. Oh, I've just fuck. Me. I've just seen. I, I've got a sticker. I've got Sweet a sticker in my room. Fucking Christ, Elodie! Do you know what it says on it? The sticker that I got in my room. Please enlighten me. With Can your you wisdom. guess? It's, it's two words. First word. What animal. does it say? Just first tell us word what it is says. an animal. Nice crime. 
First word's an animal. Second word giraffe is crime. a human state. A human what? Stand by crime. Okay, I'll tell you. It's lizard boy. Fantastic. It says lizard boy on it. I like it. That's great. I want That's cool. eight of those. Josh, please, God, <laughs> Christ, tell us about Warframe. <laughs> right. You don't need to sound so angry. <laughs> right. I'm in a conundrum. I'm in a quandary because I've got I've got a video, and I feel like at this point it kind of needs to be done because like I'm put I'm putting forth forth I'm putting forth an opinion. <laughs> Sorry, I just <laughs> I liked forth. Put forth forth putting in Warframe, <laughs> please. Right, the fourth forth. Like, because Warframe, specifically, it's about Warframe's monetization. Because I said. We talked some sugar. We did talk some sugar about talk... some stuff that we might probably not have done yeah. if we were not in such a honeymoon period with the game at that point. Yeah, because yes. I've put a considerable. I've put considerably more hours now into the game. Oh, while we're here, I might check what my hours are. Yeah. While, and while I've got to be honest. I'm. Shit's starting to grate, and it's kind of made me think a bit more about my stance on how they've implemented their monetization. Because mm-hmm. I said at the time, uh, in in this very show, that I feel that first of all, the free-to-play model is just kind of inherently manipulative as it stands. It's like that's you know, it's not a big secret. It's what it relies on to make yeah, that, its money how, is getting psychological hooks into people. Yeah, it's how the business model sustains yeah. itself. And that's long... Like, at some point we just sort of accepted that as being the trade-off. Yeah, And, and we, I think we Warframe's were... been the case for me where I'm kind of led to wonder like, who made the decision that that was a fair trade for the absence of an upfront price? Yeah, you know, like, like who was we... involved with that decision? Because it's not like it. Uh, anyway, this is all stuff I'll probably go more into in the video itself. In the video like, that I'm definitely going to be in. Yeah, this time. I, I'll do that this <laughs> no, time. I forgot but about this. <laughs> as it pertains to Warframe, yeah, you know, we did talk a lot of sugar, but like then you then you just start to because it's not the most egregious example, but. but it... It being but, like, like something bad isn't justified by the existence of something worse. Because if that yes. was the case, we wouldn't really be complaining about video games at all, would we? And we wouldn't be complaining about poor pot. Thank you. Because and also, clarifying. we wouldn't be complaining <laughs> yeah. about fascism. Wait, is there a thing worse than fascism? Um, mega fascism. Mega fascism, yeah. Oh, is that like mecha fascism? Like Freezer or someone? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but- arguably, <laughs> arguably anarcho-capitalism because that's just fucking mm. Buckwild nightmare fuel. Yeah, well, Buckwild nightmare fuel or literal extermination of distinct groups. I you make know. a very good point. It is yeah. probably worse. Um, How are you enjoying our comedy video games podcast, everyone? It's da 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 da
So yeah. But you said you said the word capitalism at some point in all of that. I'll be honest, I tuned out as soon as I stopped talking. But <laughs> <laughs> that was, like joking aside, like I think cuz we we did have the little like you know as we often do a little joking discussion about is this an indie game so sort of like cuz we want to justify us talking about it cuz like it's pretty yeah. much all we've been playing that week indeed and like the literal the literal answer in this case is yes it's developed and published by the same person but there was something kind of stopping us from calling it an indie game outright and i think what it is is like it's too because, like, indie's kind of a cultural thing. Yes. Like, I think we've all kind of known that for a while. Like, it's, you know, there's been conversations that have been implying as much since before I've been, you know, on the site even. I remember, like, a similar conversation happening while I was being interviewed for the site. Like, it was part of that process. Yeah. You know, it kind of predates me as a games media entity. Yeah, I, I wrote something about it um, in 2016, I believe. Yeah. I'm a um, games media ent... That's fantastic. Carry on. Yeah. I'll have further questions about that later. Yeah. But, but I, I know what you mean about indie, indie yeah. games definitely being cultural, because um, and I, this is what I wrote about. If uh, many of the LucasArts point-and-click adventure games were released today, they would be considered indie games. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they have that sort of ethos and, and feel about them. Yeah, yeah we, we, ethos we, is exactly the word. We made a lot of jokes about um, The Witcher 3 being indie because mm-hmm. it was it was published and made by the same CD people, Project. yeah. But like I don't think it has the indie spirit especially. Oh yeah, mm. sure. Like, like especially in the past few months a lot of Stuff has been coming out about CD Projekt Red. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's that, and there's also, um, uh, I think, um, the Gwent standalone thing is another example of oh, yeah, a free to play sure. yeah. game that is incredibly manipulative. Absolutely. Mm. Mm, with the Gwent, though. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I didn't. I didn't like it because I I liked Gwent in Witcher yeah. Three, but I thought that it was just really like overcomplicated and stuff. And obviously, it's so that um, they can sell more card packs to you, and you can't yeah. really do that in such a simple game. Yeah, as for sure. Reg Reglia Gwent. They even make a joke about that kind of bullshit in the like the actual main game itself, or so I hear. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh, we're self-referential about our own bullshit. <laughs> well, you know, maybe... You know, maybe they called their shot before they knew they were going to do that. But anyway, back to the the matter at hand, Warframe. Yeah. Like, like I don't feel that it fits within the ethos because it just feels too capitalist. Like, I, I mean, don't know I'll... how else to put it. It's too, like, profits first, yeah. human costs be damned. A lot of stuff we said was basically like, wow, isn't it amazing that you get all of this stuff for free? But then you think about it, and it's like, if you're doing stuff for free, you actively miss out on stuff because you've then done those things in their free form, which means you haven't done them 
in in the, the form when you've paid for all of the shiny shit that makes yeah. you feel better about the experience and you can't yeah. say that it doesn't because the model's economy is predicated on that happening and you can't you know? just go back and do the the thing for the first time again no after paying so you are actively limiting your experience forever if you don't pay them up front but yeah. they won't let you just pay them up front and like yeah, you gotta keep paying them yeah and it's mm. some of the stuff you actually have to pay for is really kind of whack and there's not color many palettes. things color yeah, palettes color palettes indeed and it's the culmination of little stuff like that it's epaulettes like black and white being premium items, the fact that you have to pay for extra Warframe slots because just quests will reward you with more Warframes than you can actually have in your fucking inventory. You want you want some cool shoulder boards? Oh, you're gonna have yeah, to pay a lot of money. I, I like that you called them shoulder boards. There, that was barely fun. any cosmetic mm. items available without paying actual money. Like, seriously, thank fuck for Barokitir in that department, even though his prices are fucking exorbitant. Only currency I accept my fucking ring piece, but. <laughs> like, it's that it's black and white being premium items yeah. it's the lack of like the fancy stuff it's the fact that there are several major roadblocks roadblocks in terms of resources for crafting the majority of stuff in the game absolutely that like, you will you only can... get to like a considerable number of hours in and you can tell they know that because they sell blueprints for platinum so that you can craft the fucking things. I mean, the the way they got their hooks into me that ended up with me paying like a ten or overall on the game mm. just was the whole Warframe slots thing. Because yeah. I want I want to collect guys to play with. That's like, so that's that's the fun thing. It's a but... game that makes you feel limited, and you could argue that that's some sort of like artistic decision, but. Then you kind of have I to mean, ask, it, well, why can I pay to get around it? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, why why the, are they putting the whole... a monetary value on getting around this design decision? Oh you know? yeah, the um the whole three days to build your Warframe thing. That yes, I'm glad you brought that up because th- I can't believe I missed that off the lit three days. Yeah, I mean the prices you actually have to pay to um to speed it up from right away. Yeah. Is- it's Those actually are ridiculous. like over a fiver's worth to speed it up. If you want to do over that. a fiver's worth a pop, when yeah. you like per when, item, yeah. when you charge a player to circumvent a mechanic in your video game, you are mm-hmm. saying that the mechanic in that video game is completely worthless. It is there to be a hindrance. It is It is there to be a hindrance. Well, it, and it's a it's... hindrance you could just have not put in the game. Except well, the how is... would you have gotten money then? Yeah, that's it. They, uh, what The question we should have been asking is not, isn't it cool that we get all of this stuff that we can do for free? It should have been, why can't we just pay to do these things without having... Yeah. All the limitations. To like it. even at the bare minimum, if there was just a one-off payment, like twenty quid or so, I'd happily pay just to get rid of all limitations on inventory slots, and like unlock the rest of the standard color palette, or like just unlock a color palette that's on a fucking slider, and not just individual like squares with different tones on them. 
I mean, we, d- so we don't talk about... So you can fucking gate off the rest of the spectrum to sell us more, you cheeky fuckers. We don't talk about... Um... God, even the dogs are upset. Yeah, they're no, so they're angry upset. at Warframe now. Ah, <laughs> oh, oh, damn. They've been nightmares today. Um, but the, the thing is that... Um... At the end of the day, I just want to be able to recommend this game to people without feeling like I'm serving up their wallets. You know, I don't want to fe- I don't want to feel like they're going through this psychological battery as a result of something I've done. You know, I don't want to feel like I've put them through that. But it's um, it's the consequences of recommending Warframe and that's we, unfortunate. We don't talk about mobile games very often here, mostly cuz no. most of them are this kind of thing, but yeah. worse. Um <laughs> Dungeon Keeper Mobile. Yeah. Dungeon Keeper Mobile. <clears throat> Well, there there is a thing that does happen where you can just pay a couple quid to get the um, version with that's more complete that doesn't yeah. need the microtransactions and stuff. That is also a thing that you can do, and yeah. I think Warframe probably would have benefited from just having a thing that would have made it easier for people to just play the game pricing. Like, honestly, I think that's a better way of going. Not these individual little... Cause... Although, I, I still... I think I still would rather just pay... Like... I'd yeah. rather just pay uh, the price that the game is... Worth. Because mm. it's, it's... It's it's not egregious like um how Destiny is almost exactly the same game... Um, but you pay the full price and you also pay for all of the bullshit. Yeah. Including colour palettes and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, that's the thing. I don't think it's not this is as an egregious of... as that, but. Yeah. I don't. The, just because there's something worse doesn't make it good. It should just exactly. be that we pay for the game, then we have the game. Microtransactions, even in free games, are still psychologically battering. And still mm-hmm. limit people who who don't want to pay for them. Yeah, I absolutely. have said before on this show, games need to make their money somehow, but they have a choice in how they make that money. And if yeah. you choose to make your money using these psychological fish hooks, I feel like that says something about your company. What I will say, though, is that I do still stand by most of the stuff I said about Warframe last I, I episode. think the game's good. I th- it's a good game. And That's what makes a this lot... a shame. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that you can do for free that is good, yeah. but that doesn't make up for it. <laughs> yeah, it's the typical thing. Like, it's, you know, at a bare minimum, yes, you can go through the whole experience without paying money. But, like, that hasn't held up before and I'm yeah. failing to see what the difference is this time I think Can it was you... the waiting times for crafting that really got me because like there's just no other reason to put that in Yeah, well, there's it's no other though. reason that can't happen instantaneously it's, it's, because it's, it does if you pay platinum it's turning a space ninja teen robot into a farmville man mm-hmm. who goes around and picks he up comes around yeah, he, he logs in every day to get his his reward. Yeah. Um, he he buys the Farmville bucks to 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 buy 
fertiliser or some shit and then he yeah. can speed up making his cows um, and then that's Warframe it's basically the same thing like you could play yeah. all of Farmville for three but you shouldn't if you yes. want to get anywhere the only difference is that Farmville was never a good game so mm-hmm. it isn't really so much of a shame because it's like yeah, yeah it's Farmville Absolutely. but in Absolutely. this case it's Warframe which is good and yeah. has a good story and um, really interesting world and lovely aesthetics and fun gameplay and also it's just held back yeah like I just what the the planet the the platonic ideal would be just to have Warframe and pay for it the same way that Destiny could be paid for while being the same sort of game but have everything in lockable in game and no microtransactions. Mm. Mm-hmm. And like I get I kinda get the argument against that in that there are people to whom you know the upfront cost is a barrier to them getting the game. But that just kind of makes me more angry because at that point you are using these you, like you're playing these manipulative mind games with people who cannot afford it. Yeah. And who you like that that's got to that's got to be a large part of, a significant part of the audience for free to play stuff is people who cannot afford this bullshit. Yeah. And it 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 just makes me angry <laughs> cuz I I think one of the big factors in this has been there is technically a way to get platinum without paying for it yourself in the form of uh, player to player trading yeah I, that, I feel like that's going to be the big sort of like defense in favor of it it's certainly the, the only distinction I can see because like I've got to be honest, I've read stuff about it, and the stuff that hasn't just stopped at calling it ethical and not really explained it has kind of just said the stuff that's trotted out in defense of every game with microtransactions. I in mean, it. But, even obligatory Jim Sterling mentioned talked about how um, yeah how it's okay because he managed to get Mirage Prime on the mm-hmm. on trading for way less than skins, but, but again. The, the skins yeah. shouldn't cost that much is is one of the issues with that and the other issue is that not many people can do that because there's not many easy ways of getting things that are worth trading so to get into yeah. the trading you pretty much have to pay money anyway especially because once platinum has been traded it can no longer be traded again yes so that platinum is basically forced to leave the economy so and more people who've got a pump I've just got to pump more platinum into it in and order for it to be sustainable. And those are just going to be the people who can afford it. And what happens when they've got everything they want? Or certainly everything that the people who need the platinum are in a position to provide. And I've got to be honest, from and this is purely personal experience, I feel like we're there. Because I have seen people just like in in just like the little chat sections you know the in-game chat thing literally begging people for platinum yeah 
I've had, I've seen a guy like literally just beg everyone in the region for platinum, only to be responded to by another guy saying, "Listen, mate, just stop it. I've tried this before. It doesn't work." Yeah, I, I it's needed... that prevalent of a thing. It... It makes it really difficult to do trading anyway as well, because you can't just do it from the trading chat. You have to go to specific places. Yeah. Um, and you'd think... And, you know, people are going to be saying, well, that's well, why not, in that case, just trade items for items? Supply and demand. Like, you can grind for the items, as people are so fond of pointing out. You can't grind for the platinum, and the platinum is what removes every limitation in the game. Yeah, and it's just so much more desirable to the point where if you've not got platinum, if you're not buying, people aren't fucking interested. Yeah, I mean, like, I have had people just come up to like aggressive sales tactics, like come up to me and initiated trades, because like I like my assumption was like if they're saying they want to start a trade request, they're interested in something you have, but no, they will effectively just come up to you and just thrust stuff into your face. And just say platinum. Yeah. Like I've literally had that happen to me once. I had a guy um, who like basically had nothing to sell. He just like had a bunch of relics. You know, yeah, they were the rarer ones, but like some like the some of the easiest stuff to come by. And I was like, look, mate, I've got three platinum left over from what I had started. And he was like, it's fine, I'll take it. Um. And by like, the I, way, I was kind of taken aback by that. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Just... Sorry. Did you know that uh, your starting bit of platinum yep. also can't be used in trading? Can't be traded because you didn't pay for it. Yeah. Can't trade platinum you didn't pay for. Yeah, even if you got it by trading something of yours. Mm-hmm. I think... Okay. I don't... Is there Not anything allowed. else we need to say? It's just... Ugh. I just uh, feel like listen. if your in-game economy is at the point where people are at each other's fucking throats for scraps, that, let's be honest... Like, let's be perfectly clear here. Three platinum gets you fuck all, and people will just like aggressively pursue you for that much. Well, I just don't just feel look at, that's ju- healthy. Just look at what happened to Gaia online. Yeah. Well, there you go. I look, think it's kind of what happened. Like, look I'm what happened gonna, to uh, the real world. <laughs> I was about to say, this is it's a microcosm of the effects of capitalism. It's like game capitalism. Yeah, it's... it's okay. <laughs> late game capitalism, the video game. Oh, my cat is coughing like he's going to be sick. That's fun. So, yeah, there's a there's a video coming on that, because, like... Mm. I mean, I've not seen many other people saying it, if at all. And I kind of feel mm. like, I, like... I'm so angry at, about this, I kind of have a duty to say it. Okay. Okay. He's just having a cough. That's fine. It's alright. He's alright now. Okay. okay. <laughs> I was worried for a moment there. Fucking hell. Right, he, he, he's just having a cough. So yeah. Okay. Worth mentioning. Warframe. Coming soon. Held off for it a bit. Partly bum. because I'm kind of bum, dreading bum. it. Partly because, cool. you know, I wanted to calm down, make sure I was actually being rational about it. Cool. So... If I am people confident have, there's a video in the future. If people have jumped in on this episode, I don't know why you would. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if people have jumped in on this episode for the first time, 
I would say go back and listen to our previous thing about Warframe, especially if you are angry at us for this. Because yeah. I stand by the things I've said now and the things I said then. Yeah. And that Warframe has two sides to it, and we have talked about both sides now. So just... and like, if you are a fan of the game, like, just bear in mind, like, I just want the game to do right by you. I know. You know? I'm like, a, I, just... I am also a fan of the game, so like, I'm yeah. I'm with you there. But I also just this stuff isn't good, no matter what. Doesn't matter if I like the game. The stuff that it's doing doesn't get a free pass just because I like the game. I. Like, I would take games to task that are done less than this. Yeah. And it's like, because the game's gonna make its money somehow, I can understand on paper the reason for doing any single one of the things Warframe does. To do all of them simultaneously feels excessive and feels grasping. To wrap up, what I will say is. Yeah. It has to make its money somehow in the system that it's being made in, but. Why this way? Certainly, if you want an ethical example of like more of a free-to-play model, I would definitely look at Zen Pinball before you look at this. Because mm-hmm. like, I'm not going to elaborate. Just... Like, again, I would recommend yeah. that people like maybe look back and see what episode we talked about that in, like for more yeah. context there, because I don't think we've really got time to go into that part of the conversation again. But I would say look at Zen Pinball in terms of ethics before you look at what Warframe's doing. Because I'm sorry, but like, ethical compared to what? Mm-hmm. Like, really? What are we comparing it to? Destiny? Yeah. I can only assume. Yeah. Doesn't um, make it good. Well, because it's 50 years in the future and we're really old now because Warframe has just killed us. Yeah. Um, do you know what time the 50 years in the future is? Oh my god, it's been five decades. Right. But it's five decades. Right. Josh and sucks but, doors, is what I just heard. This is, that's Josh's three doors. This oh, okay, like, I thought you said you sucked doors. Anyway, what have you been thinking about in the, in the two weeks since we had the war? Uh, well, there's only one thing that's been preoccupying my mind in, since before the war, frankly, and I'm... Uh, oh. This is technically the... Uh, well, it's the first episode that's come out since our one-year anniversary, I believe you mentioned. Yes, I did, when we were uh, talking very, about the so war. So I'm very glad, and it's a complete coincidence, I have to be honest, but I'm very glad that we got lo- the logistics out of the way in time, and I'm glad that you could both be here uh, with me today to witness... Uh, the unveiling of my creation. Your oh. creation. Yes, you may you... be. You may remember. Uh, I recently sued Ellen Parja oh, for yes. copyright infringement. Yeah. Uh, and the debt was paid via experimental signal amplification technology. And yeah. what I have I, done I mean, with I that would've, signal would've... amplification technology. I would have preferred a hundred billion pounds shiny, to be honest, but you do. I, you. I would not have, because I have put that signal amplification technology into this. I could have redistributed that wealth, but what have you made? Behold, my universal signal hijacking apparatus. <laughs> Us. I'm glad that was your takeaway from all that. 
It also rhymes with Paj and, and, and Kaj. Oh, Paj yeah. And Kaj Ratus. shall ah. feel my Raj. For yeah. now, with this... With, the, with this masterpiece of my own design and the design of several other incredibly talented people who I will never name, I have who now are funded capable, by the public sphere. Of course. I am now capable of essentially overpowering every broadcast on the planet and replacing it with my own signal. And that doesn't just extend to... Like, that extends to television. It extends to radio frequencies. I can get into Wi-Fi signals and use that in order to basically form a connection with mobile phones, laptops, computers. Podcast apps? Oh, of course, podcast apps. (laughs) And I can have them play the signal that I am broadcasting through an attached frequency. It's... It like like it means it when it says universal. Everything, whole, every remotely universe. accessible electronic device on the planet, unified by a single broadcast. That's beautiful. YouTube. Would you care to well? hazard a guess as to what that broadcast is? I mean, first of all, I just I just need you to answer if it can get onto YouTube Kids as well. Oh, definitely. I mean, anything can. Especially to be YouTube kids. Um, let it, me guess. Let it me it guess. Da- Daniel DeVito. Danny DeVito. Yeah, Daniel DeVito. Is he? Uh, is he engaged fuck? in coitus? Engaged in coitus with a cooked crab. Danny DeVito, fucking it... a cooked lobster. Yes, that is. Accurate. I said. I said crab. So I guess I was wrong. Well, you seem to be a fool, then. I'm. I don't blame you. In all honesty, it's it's hard to predict. I will admit. Very few can, you know, the inner machinations of my mind are an enigma, and very few can see through the dense haze of my intellect. I mean, that's the whole into the truth within my truth. It's the whole reason is to enlighten, and basically spread my message uh, of enlightenment and joy and just wholesomeness and Danny DeVito fucking a cooked lobster onto every electronic device in the world. Is he called Daniel? Or is he actually Christian named Danny? I am not... I'll be honest, it didn't really come up at any point during filming. Uh, I thought because you have such a... Danny DeVito. You have such a long working relationship. Oh no, he just fucks the lobster. Okay. I'm the one doing the actual broadcasting. Speaking of which, let's get this show on the road, shall we? Right, everything seems to be in place. He's called Daniel Michael DeVito Jr. That is excellent. Mm. Uh, Not that it will matter very soon, because I am replacing such asinine trivialities with the truth. My truth. The one truth. Fucking a cooked lobster. It is the one truth. So, let let us spread the truth, shall we? Uh, yes. Oh, by the way, a slight, uh, just a little side effect of this. It will uh, completely replace the podcast. 
Oh, um, so I did like mean our next Universal. big segment that we were going to do, the whole one where we explained the next part of the war. It's a necessary sacrifice. Uh, and uh. even if it wasn't, it's not really like you're in a position to stop me, so... Ten. Shall I, shall I push, pull this nine, lever in time with you? Eight. Seven. I'll take that as a yes. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. I don't know, the walls into the machine. Oh, no. Activate. Fucking activate. I'm going to be honest, there's not a whole lot of activation going on here, guys. Um, I mean, I mean, you, I think you kind of just zapped the Warlord into every device in the world, because he's, he's in my phone right now. He's always in your phone, Helody. Don't go generalising. He, he's in my phone as well. He's never been but in he's my He's always phone in your phone, Astrid! I Check think... your phone. It's just asinine texts from Wentworth Miller. And the Warlord. I'm looking over your shoulder right now and he's there. You're not here. What? What's going? Where is my broadcast, people? Oh, I just got a text. Hey, kids! It's me. I'm Chad Whimsy. <laughs> you may remember me from earlier episodes. <laughs> hey, boss! We got a problem, you fuck. All right. What's? What seems to be the issue? Ellen Page's amplification unit. It's f- fucking gone. Oh no. Okay, how's it gone? It was right there. We literally just put it into the machine. I turned my back for ten seconds. Maybe, maybe the warlord was a distraction. The oh, fool. hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm getting a broadcast. It looks like it looks like yours. That Josh, the only problem, right, is that it's playing exclusively in this pop-up for livejasmine.com that's on my computer right now. Oh no, he's mocking me. I don't know about live That's jasmine. what he meant when he left me that text that said Wentworth Miller's live jasmine pity victory. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that. like I just said a minute ago that I got on a text, and it was exactly that as well from Wentworth Miller, so I probably should have taken that as being part of it as well. What has he done? The fool. My plan... Oh well. Shall we get on with the next segment? Yeah, that was uh, yeah. Josh's deep thoughts. Josh's deep, Josh's Josh's deep Josh's thoughts. thoughts. <laughs> I mean, I can't believe the warlord survived all of the war and then somehow has ended up stuck in livejasmine.com along with the Josh's broadcast. Mm. I'm sure that'll be explored at some point in the second narrative arc. Absolutely. Elodie, yeah. recommend <laughs> a game. Jackbox Party Pack 4. 
been playing Fucking it. Hell. With, been playing it came out. I've been playing it with my mum and my stepdad and also my brother. We've been playing it. I played it around my friend's house too. It's fun and I like it. I especially like Fibbage 3 because it's pretty. And also uh, Doodle Valley is fun. Um, so you should play those games with all of your friends and... That's good. That's good. <laughs> Josh. That's my recommendation. Josh. <laughs> recommend a game. I've just been playing Bloodborne with my boyfriend. And to be honest, That's... it's been the best possible use of my time, and I would and will do it again. I, mean, I would honest, like to I've make a recommendation. It's got. I would like to make a recommendation. It's got fuck all to do with video games, but if you'll permit me. Yeah, uh, go ahead. Okay. Uh, I just want anybody who's interested to maybe check out the Venom comics that have been coming out recently. Oh. Like, I just picked it up because I like Venom for whatever reason, and it turned out to be this really effective story about abusive relationships and the Venom symbiote trying to be better. I think I might have the first That's issue really of it cool. that I got. And it's just really important, and I oh. want people to read it because... He's he's a good goop, and he deserves so much better. I don't. Okay, Josh, Josh, Josh. If you do not do right by him, I will fucking cut all of you in half vertically. Okay, Okay, I definitely need to pick this up. Got a big knife. (laughs) Okay, I'm gonna recommend. I'm I'm not crying. Oh. Do your recommendation, Astrid. Yes, I'm going to recommend a video game. First, Free Palestine. Second... Oh my god! Um, <laughs> it's my favourite video game. <laughs> yeah, it's a good video game. Second, um, so, a c- beginning of this month, the internet sort of went a little bit crazy over this game that came oh out word. on itch.io, um, developed by Rhino G Productions, called... David Lynch teaches typing. Ooh, yes. Hello. And I would like to recommend this video game because it is completely free. Um, you can download it for nothing, and it's about twenty minutes, so it's a nice short little experience. How many, how many microtransactions has it got to? Um, because they none. need to make their money somehow. None. It's a passion You can project. buy nuns in the game. Yeah. No. No, you can't. I'm just They're kidding. Wrong. There's absolutely zero chance I would mis- misconstrue it to mean that. Mm. Mm. Fucking hell. <laughs> so yeah, the game. <laughs> yes. Um, you um, you're sat. It basically, it's like all the old like Commodore 64, like Amiga style typing tutorial games. I mean, that's interesting because that's that sort of era of consoles is one that isn't like explored in nostalgia releases like a mm. lot of old mm. Nintendo consoles are yeah yes um, uh, it's in but yeah it's in that style uh, but David Lynch's head is sat in the corner of the screen and the creator is doing a really good impression of him and he's telling you how to type on the keyboard and it gets really fucking weird so play it Nice. Uh, I will. I will look into that. Mm. I like a free game, especially when I can David Lynch's face. Mm. Um, Hello. 
of opportunities to do that. Yeah. That verb that you said. So, I think we're all very tired. Oh, I've not slept in 24 hours. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, where can we find you, then, to save you, Josh? Where can we find you if we want to find, save you? Find me just hanging upside down from the rafters of a church, just screaming at, screaming at onlookers, throwing fruit. And you can find me on Twitter, uh, at Jam Tyrant, uh, on, a, on a more true note. Uh, you can find me on YouTube, uh, The Abominable Showman, where I have actually been putting up content. I am doing Shadow of the Colossus, which has turned out to be slightly more angry than uh, I was intending oh. the series to be for what I think are very justifiable reasons. But uh, And you can also find me, obviously, on Indie Haven, doing all that good content stuff such as this and the video what yeah. I foreshadowed but also you can't find it Josh on Indie Skaven which is now actually a defunct website because of the fact that all of because them died all in died the war twice yeah twice this is the second time now yeah we think hopefully yeah I mean Pengus isn't Pengus isn't about anymore to help him so oh yeah I'm glad that's been permanently resolved yeah Astrid Yes. Uh, do you want to tell everyone where to find you now? Uh, yeah, if you go to, to twitter.com um, forward slash Jaffamoister or at Jaffamoister, that's J-A-F-F-A-M-E-I-S-T-E-R, you can find me there where I post all my content. You can go to jaffamoister.com where I post most of my content. And you can find me uh, at Uh Pick up this month's issue of Games Master Mag to read my thing on Dungeons. And all that jazz. Excellent. Uh, do you want to know where to find me now? Mm. Well, I would consider it, frankly, an insult if you didn't tell us, Elodie. Uh, my cat wants to be fed, and he's just kind of trying to find scraps about because I haven't fed him yet. Um, so I'll have to feed him soon. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at KemiWords, C-H-E-M-Y Words. Um, same on Patreon if you actually want to pay me money, because at the moment I'm getting nothing still, and... It would go a long way to helping me to actually pay for all the hosting on this stuff. Um, mm. So, like, I just, 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 just chat me a couple, couple quid. That'd be nice. Um, you can find me on YouTube. Just search for LED Cunningham. Um, I have some plans on doing some unscripted stuff soon because it mm-hmm. just takes me a million years to actually get my scripted stuff done. That's um, a fucking mood. <laughs> so hopefully. Um, that should be out soon, and also it should motivate me to actually finish my next bit of scripted content. Um, mm-hmm. And lastly, you can find me on andyhaven.com, um, where hopefully, very soon, a article that I have finally written about Doki Doki Literature Club should be up. Uh, yes. Just need to... Just need to get it through the editing process, and then it should be out. So I yeah, don't sorry, know when. Where... I've been really busy. Nah, it's fine. Uh, this this will probably be out just before it, but it should be out soon. Um, and yeah. All well, right. Find the music for this and other music at chemicalwordsmith.bandcamp.com. That's me, Josh. Um, w- do you want to close this out with a bit of advice in this now post-war, um, 
world we live in. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, when you come back from doing a, a war on the moon... Like we uh, did. I know it can feel like it's the most significant thing that's like going to happen to you this year, even if it did happen off-screen. Uh, or the audio equivalent. Ow! 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 Sorry! Ow! My cat attacked my arm. Ow! <laughs> He's biting me. <laughs> I don't I'm going to be honest, I don't know that I'm going to top that. <laughs> Ow! I don't know why you did Thank- that. <laughs> Thanks for well listening done. to the Indie Haven podcast. Well done, animal, for committing assault <laughs> and... Uh, Thanks for listening to the Indie Haven podcast. Goodbye. Gonna have to call ourselves the Injury Haven podcast now. (laughs) Oh! (laughs) Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Stealing all of my shit. No matter. I'll find him. And then I'll build it again. Even better than it was before. The greatest machine that ever happened. Ever in the world, thanks. So shut up. Why is nobody here? Hello? Anyone? Chad Whimsy? You in there? I can't hear you swearing. That's fucking weird. Where did everybody go? They're all out looking for Wentworth Miller, darling. Metaton? But but you already recorded an legally binding document for me so that we could set up that court case. Why are you still here? Why? Adding the finishing touches to my machine, of course. Your machine? Not naturally. Fortunately, the majority of the work seems to have been done for me. I only need to install one final component. It was you. You stole the Page amplification unit. Naturally, you immediately blamed Wentworth Miller. And all of your best and brightest rushed out of the building to look for him. You practically gift-wrapped this place for me. Why? We had a deal. Hang the deal! This technology was wasted on you. As were your security forces. It seems many of them agree with me on that point. You traitorous! Get your hands off of me! Oh, now don't be too hard on them. After all, who in their right mind wouldn't want to work for me? This can't be happening. My plan was- Your plan was shit. I've got a better one. Darling. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.
Thanks for listening to Podhaven.